Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five-element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical, transformational journey. Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay, and I'm here with my co-host, Lita Herman, and this is pod number 61. Welcome back, Inspired Actioneers. Today, we're going to continue our podcast series, which is Happy on the Way to Happiness. Lita, did you hear me? Pod 61. 61! But today, we're going to take on the fourth virtue of the five Taoist virtues. Boy, that's a mouthful. The fourth virtue of the five Taoist virtues for finding your authentic self. And that virtue is, drum roll. Drum roll. Forgiveness. (laughs) Forgiveness. So we've been talking about these virtues of Chinese philosophy for the last few podcasts. And if you're just joining us, there are actually two sets of virtues. One that society gives to us as we're growing up as children. And I will remind you of those. Benevolence, morality, social compliance, loyalty, and trust. You know, society gives us these virtues to us at a very early age through parenting and schooling. You just can't escape them. They're everywhere. And then there's a second set of virtues from Taoism, which we believe is key to your individual happiness. And I will remind you of those, which are courage, which is the wood, authority, which is fire, gratitude, which we talked about in our last podcast, which is of the earth element, forgiveness, which is metal, and acceptance, which is in the water element. So these are what we're talking about here, specifically the fourth one today in this podcast, the metal element. Yes. And these new virtues don't come easily. It's about putting yourself first, even when there are all those things in life pulling on you all the time. Yeah, like making us feel guilty, getting us to do things we don't want to do. We'd become frustrated or angry or even apathetic. It's the human condition. We all experience this. Any human alive experiences some amount of this. And that's basically a big, 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 big cause of why so many people aren't happy in their lives. And these new virtues, they can help us get free from the shackles of society that are put on us at a very early age by, like we just said, parents or elders or people in society. Teachers in your schools and stuff like that. Well, so before we get started with our virtues and the virtue of forgiveness, let's just take a minute to do some podcast news. Yay! Okay, so I'm going to go first because I'm really, really, really excited. Okay, we're about to announce our new Patreon page. So that's a website that was created for people to do all kind of creative projects, not just podcasts, but there's a ton of podcasts on there. And one of our listeners asked if we were going to get a Patreon page, and we're like, hmm, let's check it out. And guess what? Boom, we did it. We set it up this week. It looks really great. So we have a very uh, special uh, kind of page set up for just for Inspired Action podcast listeners. And we really want to do more fun things with the podcast. And this is a great way to bring people in from all over the world who want to donate and get to be a part of the Inspired Action podcast community. Yes, like, you know, there'll be more meditations and more interviews, plus online classes about the five elements and nine nine palaces. Yeah, we have really cool stuff. And if we get to one of our big goals, we're going to add video to this podcast. So we'll redesign the world headquarters of the Inspired Action podcast and include some video. So you'll actually see us doing 
the live podcast, but that's down the road. That's one of our uh, on the big to-do list, but we have a lot of cool things planned. And even if you donate just a few dollars a month, we're going to give you some Inspired Action swag and a virtual hug, and we're just going to be eternally grateful for all the help and support that we're already getting. So if you want to check out our page, it's Patreon. So it's www.patreon.com backslash, remember this, whoosh. Inspired Action. And then let's talk about the meditation app. Yes, we have the Inspired Action app, which is really all about our meditations right now. And we're really excited. We have two new meditations up that have to do with these virtues that we're talking about. And if you want to um, listen to those, they are part of our premium app. And so a listener today just asked about how to do that. When you go to the app, there's a button to click to, um, it's a small, small amount to join the app. And I think in the Patreon page, you can also join the app. Yeah, if you get to a certain tier, um, you get full access to that app. Yes. Which gets all the meditations included into your monthly donation. Or you could just do the two ninety nine. I think it's like two ninety nine a month or something. So there's lots of ways that you can give us your money. We don't care. Yes. We want to give you value. We want to give you fun. We want to give you all kinds of stuff. But remember, the podcast is always going to be free. So you always can listen to us for free. But if you want to check out the meditation app, the Inspired Action app, you can get it on the iTunes Store or Google Play. And if you want to just check out the Patreon, we'll be most grateful. And if you get a second, I know we were asking for a lot here. If you get a second, go to iTunes, rate and review, um, maybe subscribe. All these little things help the podcast grow, 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 grow. We're getting new listeners from around the world like every day. We're just completely blown away. And let's see, anything else? Oh, let's talk about if anyone wants to send us a question. Yes. From our Facebook group. You can go on the Facebook group or you can just email us or DM us a question and we will give you an Inspired Action t-shirt. Yes. You can pick um, either the Wuda, which is now a big hit. Everyone's talking about the Wuda, which is Yoda's alchemist cousin. (laughs) It is not Yoda. So do not (laughs) unleash the Disney wrath upon us. It is Wuda. Or you can get our regular logo, which everyone loves as well. Yes. And I just wanted to let people know, too, that we have some upcoming workshops at the Alchemy Healing Center, and they're also going to be live streamed. And if you want to learn about, uh, there's an alchemy one for practitioners, and there's also one about chaotic energy. And you can check it out at alchemyhealingcenter.com backslash workshops. Yes. Or we'll also put a link in the show notes. Yes, that's true. So make it really super easy for you. And also, one last thing, we have a lot of announcements today. Five Element Fridays is still going strong. Friday. Five Element Friday. So we have um, we have a new series this week. New series coming out this week. So yeah. we're really excited about that. So check it out. It's going to be about be... Five Element Relationships. Relationships. Wow. What do we have planned? I don't even know yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a surprise. Surprise. Even for me. So all right. So we got a lot going on. Five Element Friday. The Inspired Action T-shirt. If you send us a question, we have the app for meditations. We have the Patreon page for all kinds of fun goodies and surprises coming up for that. So. All right, that's enough announcement. What do you say we get going on forgiveness? Yes, let's get back to our topic, you know, forgiveness. forgiveness. Yeah, forgiveness is a tough one for a lot of people. I see it in a lot of sessions. And oftentimes, it's really hard for them to forgive themselves. Yes. But today, we're going to talk about people around them a little bit, too. You know, it's so easy to hold a grudge, and it's really hard to let one go. Yeah, I think it's actually harder to let one go yes. than to hold one. But, <laughs> yes. you know, it's exhausting well, to hold Well, it's exhausting, it. yes. Yeah. So that is a metal element of you the element of metal is all about guess what letting go letting go yes because the lungs and the colon are the organs associated with metal 
in Chinese medicine, and both have to let go all the time. The lungs have to breathe in, and then exhaling is all about letting go. And the colon, well, it's kind of obvious how that lets go. What? <laughs> Let's have some sound effects there. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not that That's kind gross. of show. <laughs> not that but kind of show. Is also about letting go of things that bother you. Just letting go and moving on. If well, you're in a good place with your metal element. But if you're not, then what? Yeah. And I often say our greatest gift can sometimes be our worst nightmare. And the metal gift of letting go is no exception. Metals are great at letting things just roll off their backs until they aren't. When the metal gets weak or gets tweaked, they can really hold a grudge for a long, long time. Yeah. And then they explode like many years later over something seemingly small. Kaboom! (laughs) And you're like, what the heck? I just put your rake back in the shed the wrong way. And now you're like, ah. (laughs) So it's not just metals. Anyone can be like that. But because metals typically don't confront people very easily, they really can hold it in until it blows. Yeah. So this forgiveness virtue could really help a metal person out who is pissed off deep, deep, deep down. Doesn't mean that has a lot to do with the metal virtue of loyalty that a lot of people ask us about, but that's given to us by society. Yes. So very often. Often a majority of things we have to forgive are with the closest people in our lives, especially our families. Which makes sense because metal is so loyal to their families. Right. And the ones you're supposed to be loyal to above all else are those family members. And the Chinese call this filial piety, which is a really weird phrase. Do we have an equivalent of that for Americans, for U.S.? I just call it loyalty. Loyalty Loyalty to family. Filial piety. Sounds like a pie filling. Can I have some of that philia pie? I don't know. <laughs> like phyllo dough or there something. Or something worse. I don't know. Uh, so, so, yeah. Okay. I get that. I get that loyalty is a good uh, way for people to understand that in the modern world, I guess. It's so it's family first above all else before your job before your country, you know, loyalty isn't just about your parents, it can also extend to your spouse, a good friend. Or you could even say you're loyal as a good citizen of your country with patriotism and nationalism. And it's all those things definitely before yourself. Okay, so yeah. And then if you're metal, you come dead last. Yeah, hopefully not dead last. No, hopefully you figure it out before (laughs) you're about to die. But you're expected to do your duty towards your family. And this is a very strong obligation, especially more so in Eastern countries. Asian societies really take this seriously. In the West, it's very prevalent too, but it often looks a little different. Maybe your parents don't come live with you in their old age. I mean, it's some some people do that. Sure. But so many people feel burdened taking care of their elderly parents, even in the, in the West. I, I think that's definitely something that, you know, different generations struggle with. And you can imagine all the tentacles, those things we talked about in the past episodes that can wrap around your heart due to this very touchy situation called loyalty. Yeah, and it reminds me of the movie like Water for Chocolate, which I remembered being such a romantic movie until what? until I recently rewatched it. It's not what I, I remember. Never thought of it as romantic. It's about this evil mother who insists that the youngest child must take care of her and not get married. And you can imagine the storyline: the youngest daughter, of course, falls in love, and then there's loads of guilt and sneaking around. It's like a tentacle fest waiting to happen. 
Yes. Know, should I say it? So yeah, what? Release the Kraken! Release the Kraken! <laughs> That's just waiting to happen in that movie. I mean, like, you can just see it coming. Yeah, I it's didn't... gonna blow up, you know it. Yeah. And yeah. I think it does in the end and actually that's blow family up. family loyalty. Yeah. Right, right. So all because of the family's insistence on that loyalty and duty and obligation, a huge amount of obligation, I thought it was this beautiful movie about cooking, and it's not. It's sick and twisted. All right, let's not judge of there. No judgments. Okay. I don't know. No judgments, but maybe there are reasons why children should behave. You know, some of these things make sense. In general, you know, we all agree at a society that children aren't supposed to technically mouth off to their parents or their elders. You know, we talked about your son, uh, Lita, talking about, you're not the boss of me. I don't know about you, but if I said that to my parents, I'm not sure it would have been pretty. I'm not sure they would have said, oh, look how independent she is. (laughs) Like I did. What a great thinker. (laughs) Yay. No, I would have had to run and run fast. I think it would have been okay, but heck, you know, I'm sure I talked back, but you know what? I was a good runner. I was a fast runner. I was going to say, it's a good thing you were a fast runner. If I could only get some of that speed now when I want to run faster, I'd be very happy. There you go. Well, are you saying you're slow now? Uh, what no slow runner <laughs> oh okay slow runner okay happy runner slow runner no no but i guess fast runners you know maybe they can mouth off more i don't know <laughs> get away with it but you know i i think that uh for me you know i just want to run slow get finish the race get things done that makes me happy i don't need to be a sp- Okay, well, that seems like a whole different topic. Yeah, that's let's, totally. Let's save that for Five Element yes. Fridays. We can do an examination of Jay's Woods wood desire to win races. and But be happy. <laughs> but be happy. And not have to be fast. So let us know on Facebook <laughs> in the group if you want to hear all about no, Jay. No, you're just teasing me. You know I don't like to be teased. <laughs> I always forget. Fires love yes. to tease. So let's get back to forgiveness. Okay. Okay. You know, we all feel the pressure of our parents, especially wanting us to be whatever they want us to be and we need to be obedient so what does a dutiful person do when their families aren't really looking out for their best interest or are asking them to do things that are not authentic to them well there could be conflict yes and between being your authentic self and doing what your family thinks is best that's the classic challenge for most of us as we mature the fact of the matter is loyalty in many cases breeds resentment because when you feel like you have no choice but to do these obligations you don't get to follow your true destiny yeah, and they will do those obligations yes okay they, and that's how you get the grudge or the resentment yes you know and that could just suck the life out of you totally or, or how about you do what they say and then feel like you deserve compensation for your efforts. And maybe your parents have a will and a decent amount of money, so you think you deserve that money. Therefore, you have to do whatever they say. And even if you don't quite agree with whatever they say or do, and it, or they, what they want you to say or do, right? Or do or say, they what they want, yeah. Yeah, it's a very entangled thing, it's like a web. Yeah, and they're no. basically trying to assert their authority over you. And remember, authority is our second virtue. It's the virtue associated with fire. So many people feel like they can't live their true life as long as their parents are still alive. Which is sad, but I hear for tons and tons of people, they have to deal with it. Some deal with it better than others, but it can be a real challenge. And it's definitely not a great way to live. 
And if you harbor these resentments, how do you get to forgiveness when all you really want to do is duke it out with someone? And really, what is forgiveness? Yeah, I feel like from my understanding, the virtue of forgiveness that we're talking about today is like walking away without resentment. It's so hard to do when your ego feels entitled and you have this grudge or whatever. That's just a word we're using today. It could be many different words. But if you have this you know, sense of entitlement and your ego won't let it go. Yeah, and the hardest part of forgiveness is you have to be willing to be present in a bad situation without drama, like screaming and shouting. Which metal people can do. Yeah. And then you're basically surrendering to that conflict so it can diffuse and not, and so you're not hooked into it. Yeah. You know, the other person may want to engage you in the conflict. And this is about not needing to be right and trying to diffuse it. What's the higher road? What's the higher road to speak, Lita? Like, what would the forgiving person, you know, do to get out of that? Yeah, it's about forgiving the person for being in opposition to you and not needing to defend yourself yeah, all the time. Yeah, that sounds good. Yep, that's or, a gruff, definitely the higher road. Or give into their way. But is that surrendering? Well, forgiveness isn't really surrendering. You can maintain your own authority and forgive at the same so I time. I think that's the delicate yeah, line. Yeah, it's really a tricky one. I think it's a very difficult thing for most of us to do. And speaking as a wood, you know, with the wood element in the top for me, I could say it's really hard for people, uh, for wood people to take a step back in these situations. You get a little drama, you get a little adrenaline, you get a little emotion. You don't want to be wrong, right. you know, or, or you can't seem to find the win-win. Right. So with metal, it's a little bit different, but I can definitely see some uh, challenges there. And the benefit of cultivating your forgiveness and letting go of the urge to retaliate or blame or the need to have, you know, to justify why you're feeling like a victim, all of these things, basically you can set yourself free by cultivating this forgiveness. It's about how these kinds of things make your life feel bad in general. You know, we didn't really tap into a little bit about the respect of metal. Yes. You know, how that could also trigger people. They feel like they're not getting respected. They feel like their parents don't respect them or oh, good point. their siblings don't respect them. And then more things start to build up. Right. Yeah. So in essence, what you're saying is allowing forgiveness in your life means you remove the shackles of resentment. And then the victimization can that haunts you can just kind of fall away? Yes. Okay. This is a tough stuff, but awesome if you can master it. But it, it is a challenge. It's really tough because anytime you feel a duty or obligation and you develop resentment, you might be doing a lot of defending in your own head, even if you don't say it out loud. And that's a lot of mental energy you're wasting on fighting something inside yourself. Instead of living your life. Exactly. So you can take an argument and spin it in your head for years. I've seen people do this for years. Yeah. yeah. And you might be having conversations with people in your head, justifying this or that, because you can't face them directly if you think that would make you look disloyal or like you might feel like a bad son or daughter or sister or brother or whatever. Yeah. In fact, maybe the forgiveness would or could come easier if you could simply say to the family member, hey, you know this obligation, whatever it is. Air quotes. Yeah, air quotes. <laughs> insert what's really bothering you that you're trying to impose on me. It isn't good for me. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't, you know, uh, 
honor or respect me or just doesn't feel right? Can we work out something that's good for both of us? Is that too woody? Is that too win-win? How do we put the metal spin on that? That's definitely a win-win. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's the beauty of the fact that we all have wood within us. You know, even a metal person can sometimes just like go for that win-win. Why not invoke? Why not invoke the wood element in this situation? What a healing that would be for all involved. But it's challenging. Some of us, like myself, have wood last. What? You have wood last? We didn't notice that. <laughs> now you're teasing me. Yes, you need a little teasing because you're fire. I know. I think I, I think you need a teasing lesson in fire. <laughs> you know, you'll make me cry. And that's never pretty. <laughs> so we feel like we have to be good. We have society tells us that good equals loyal to our family or our company or our country. That's right. all the loyal things, right? But if our family or country or company is isn't good or fair to us, then loyalty feels like oppression. And nobody likes that feeling because then they have to demand your loyalty, but you might not feel loyal on the inside. And just because you behave loyal doesn't mean you feel loyal. We yeah. see that a lot, right? Yeah. Right? You see that a lot. You just, they don't, they're not, they're doing it for different, all the things we talked about already. You might be forced to be loyal. In that case, maybe you have guilt because you want to actually feel it, but you don't. Does that make sense? I that, that's such a like valid point. It's really I can imagine a lot of people in that situation, and I know people in that situation. So loyalty is something someone should offer another person because they want to be loyal. There's nothing wrong with loyalty itself. If you feel compelled to be loyal, that's a wonderful thing. And typically, when it's being forced on you, it's not really loyalty at all. I call that oppression. Yeah. So if you grew up in an oppressive situation, like a really, uh, you know, oppressive family or parents or elders or you know, whoever was your caregivers, how do you forgive the people from your childhood? This can go against your basic instincts, and your instincts, if you're the metal element, are. Metal. Metal. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So walking away without anger and resentment from a fight or disagreement, being present in a bad situation without screaming or drama, our instincts often want us to do the opposite. We're We've all had a hissy fit or two or 10. And, <laughs> what? And, and when you're in that state, there's no forgiveness. What it feels like is if, if you forgive, you it feels like you're surrendering to the conflict to diffuse it. And really, if you're practicing forgiveness, it's not surrender. It's rising above the situation and seeing the higher good that needs to happen. Yeah, we just talked about having tapping into your inner wood because we all have it. We need to tap into your inner metal because yeah. we all have it. So yeah. if it's not one of your top one, two, or three, you know, you really have to think about this. How do you react to these situations? So really, Lita, this is a virtue that needs cultivating. So how about we talk about some advanced forgiveness homework? That's huh. great. Yes, we talked about this before. I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. Advanced forgiveness, right? We talked about this in Pod 35, but I think it fits this week. I'm going to say it. Ho'oponopono. Very good. Yes. How about some Hawaiian music? Yeah, right. Ho'oponopono time. Some ukulele. It's great. It's a great exercise to do the advanced forgiveness in terms of cultivating forgiveness for anyone Yeah, it's one of my favorite Hawaiian spiritual traditions that we talk about. And the idea behind it, which, you know, like 
Jay said, comes from Hawaii. It's it's that we essentially create our own reality. So whatever appears in our reality is something we're creating on some subconscious level. So of course, we never create something bad in our lives on purpose. I mean, that's I mean, no one does that on purpose, but they believe even if the bad stuff is there, it's there for a reason. For example, sometimes when a person is annoying you, you feel superior to that other person and then you essentially want to feel superior. So you created that conflict for that reason. I know that sounded like a strange way to explain it, but I think, you know, if you have to listen to it again, it'll go back to that podcast or we'll talk about it for a little bit more. I'm sure a lot of listeners don't think they created that annoying boss who makes their lives miserable. <laughs> but but this Hawaiian approach would say you did. And if you practice advanced forgiveness, that boss will change and you'll end up liking that boss. So that's really weird. Just a little bit of weird. <laughs> so not only do you forgive that rascal you're mad at for doing the darndest thing, <laughs> you actually thank them. For making you aware that you're creating your own reality. Did you say rascal I and darnest? Like, yes. like you sound like Elmer Fudd. Oh, that rascally wabbit. He does the darndest, meanest things. Okay, that was the worst Elmer Fudd. Okay. Okay. But really, when do you say rascal and darndest? <laughs> oh, it's great. okay. I'm just teasing you again. Yeah. Get back at that fire tease. <laughs> How about not only do you forgive that wascally wabbit <laughs> for doing those daundest things, yeah, you but how can you actually thank them yes, or you thwank them? Thwank them? <laughs> is that the same as thanking yes, them? Yes, thwanking is the same as thanking. <laughs> you're, sh- you're thwanking them for showing up in your life to teach you about what you needed to shift in yourself so, you, so that you no longer need that negative energy in your life. Yeah, so how about for homework, inspired actioneers can do advanced forgiveness. So here's how. So you think of that person and you say four things. Ready? Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. That's number one. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. And I love you. I love you. And that really means I'm sorry for making you into that wascally wabbit scoundrel. (laughs) Please forgive me for doing that to you. Thank you for showing me that I am doing that. And well, I love you. And that's kind of just self-explanatory. Yes. What I really like about this practice is that forgiveness is not just saying you forgive someone. It's truly like it never happened in the first place. I like that. So what it would be like is to see and feel the innocence of that other person or to take responsibility of your involvement in their negative behavior. It's like you you see them how you want to see them instead yeah, of how rewrite you the story. don't want to. Yes. Rewrite the story. This is truly advanced forgiveness work, but I think everyone can really do it. It's not that hard. It just takes a little bit of practice. I love it. That is perfect homework for this week. Yes. And it's not usually something we do until stage three of alchemy. And in this podcast, we've, we've not hardly talked about stage two. So we're a little bit ahead of ourselves, but it's such a great way to talk about the virtue of forgiveness, which is today topic. Yeah, because if we can bring uh, ourselves to love each other, to love people, even the dirty rotten scoundrels <laughs> or the wascally wabbits, <laughs> despite what they do and even see our responsibility for the part in whatever negative thing they're doing, even if our part is just fighting that person, it means we're giving them something to fight. And that's something we can 
Just own up to and let go of. Let it go. Let it go. Let Let it it go. go. (laughs) Ultimately, this virtue should feel like a huge relief and a sense of freedom. Because when we're victimized, we suffer so much. And if we can let it go and forgive, then we're free and the suffering goes away. Yeah. So work on your metal, everyone. And then we can be very, very quiet and love all the wabbits and no one has to suffer. That's all, folks. Okay, that's a great place to end. <laughs> Not going to get much better than that. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Happy trails to you until we meet again. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast and you've reached the end. Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember to hug the dog. <laughs>